1: Hey everyone, it's Alex here. I've just got a quick preamble note to this podcast. In this episode we discuss Paul Henry and his latest gaffe at length, but we recorded this uh, just before it was reported that he will be leaving TV3 at the end of the year. Um, yeah, so we'll just not be mentioning that in this episode because it hadn't happened yet. I'm also not saying that we manifested that in any way, but I'm not not saying that either. Enjoy! Sorry we're late, um, it's about a week into November and we're here to talk October, but you are listening to On The Rag, and guess what? We have got a sponsor! Woohoo! Woohoo! Aruga. Can we add some augas in there, Jose? <laughs> if you haven't listened to this podcast before, quick introduction, we are, I've decided actually over this month, we are kind of the woman's locker room of podcasts, yeah. in a way. that's right. Except we don't talk about things that make you feel sick and things that are criminal yep. and, like, you know, titties and mm. grabbing pussies and no, all yeah. that kind of stuff. No. We talk about uh, the kind of issues that are facing women in New Zealand and the rest of the world, and bon tampons have come on board to help us do that. Oh. Bon. Very yeah. bon. Taibon. Très Taibon. Très Très bon. Yeah. Bon. Um Which is great because we talk about tampons and periods and all sorts of things most of the time anyway. We hmm. do, yeah. Yeah. Um, and these guys have kind of come out of the woodwork. This is a New Zealand brand as well, which is awesome. That are 100% certified organic by the Organic gods. No bleach, no colours, no evil. Yeah.
0: No toxic sock,
1: toxic shock toxic, syndrome, or toxic wow. sock syndrome. I, I, no socks
0: <laughs> too bulky, way too bulky.
1: Um. So yeah, thank you very much to Bond Tampons for coming. On board with us If you want to have a look At their products It's at BondTampons.co.nz Their packaging is beautiful We've we've had a little look through It looks mm. like I was saying before Like a beautiful Organic tea That you can't afford Like yeah. it's a beautiful could, Wood It wouldn't looking. look out
2: of place Like on the shelf In your kitchen no. People wouldn't be like Why have you got tampons In the pantry yeah. They would think Oh that's looking like a, nice, You're classy. a nice chamomile Yeah fancy a mm. cup of tea Yeah It um, doesn't fall apart In your bag They're, they're nice packaging As well yeah, It's quite yeah. robust
1: And doesn't scream, I'm on my period. Here are all the butterflies and the bright colours to distract you from that fact. What you need is to put something fluorescent up your (laughs) vagina. Exactly. Um, And they also do an amazing thing, which is something I feel like we've talked about already, you can kind of set up an online order. So they're mostly based online. They do have retail stores, but you can set up kind of a monthly delivery system where you put in the dates and you just then just forget about it. So they just oh arrive, if, you, if you're regular. Never
2: um, court <laughs> again. Yeah,
1: exactly. So that's Bon. This is us. I'm Alex Casey, by the way, joined as always by Michelle A. Court. Hello. And Leonie Hayden. Kia ora. And so we're here to talk about what was a... Bump a month. We were saying uh, off mic that it felt a bit quiet at the start of the month, like we might not have any content. And then the world exploded.
0: Yeah, <laughs> isn't that great, the way it does that? Yeah. Never lets us down.
1: Never, ever, ever. So um, i also preface the saying I have been in Japan for the past three and a half weeks, so I'm not as uh, up to scratch as I, as I might be. And I do have some handy Japanese tips to weave through this podcast.
0: Fantastic.
1: But that's why we're late, and I do apologise. Um, so what do we want to start with talking about? Should we start local? Should we start with some of the cool men in this country and the cool things they've said this month yeah, about women's yeah. bodies? I think
2: it's almost like they knew you were leaving the country
1: mm-hmm. and they thought they could get and away they with like, it. were like,
2: Alex is gone. Let's talk about people's titties. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's ride say titties
1: him. as many times as yeah, we can. Yeah, and let's
2: yell things at people <laughs> that are quite inappropriate to yell because Alex isn't here.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is actually your fault. Yet. I know, I'm sorry. It always. I'll never leave New Zealand. Again.
0: Yeah, it always <laughs> turns out being somebody's lady's fault somewhere along the <laughs> yeah, line. Exactly. And, and I think that's yo. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'll take it. Um, Paul Henry.
0: Mm, I've heard of him.
1: Have you heard of him? Yeah. yeah. Has he said any bad things before? Has,
0: oh, was there was a,
1: being, um,
2: In the realm of the sort of vaguely racist. Honestly, there was the facial the hair, yeah, lady. That's mm-hmm. right, he was... Very gleeful in pointing out the, uh, yeah, he did the a, facial hair in a, a woman perfectly... as if to discredit everything
0: yeah smart yeah.
2: that she'd just said. Yeah,
0: so uh, I think, was she from Greenpeace or some climate change discussion mm. anyway, uh, which was all very sensible and serious and important and of value, and then he went into a fit of giggles and, and, and said that he, had anybody else seen it and... Said the phrase "mustache on a lady" many, many, many times, and Alison Moore was sitting next to him saying, "Please don't. Please stop it. Please don't. Please stop speaking." Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. but he didn't. He didn't. No. He never does. No, he never but he doesn't get in
0: trouble. No, most of the time. No, the ladies fair. get in trouble.
1: Yeah,
2: and he was almost sort of going up in my estimation just because it had been such a long time since he did anything douchey.
1: Yeah, you say that, but how often do you watch Paul Henry? No, never. never. Right. Okay. Every time I have tuned in, I have been wincing for the uh, well-being of Verity Johnson, (laughs) who's the young social media bunker and also a fellow writer, fellow feminist, etc. Because there are a lot of times where he says a lot of things I would deem incredibly inappropriate in a workplace to say to a junior uh, female employee. I mean, obviously she kind of seems fine with it, kind of laughs it off and that's fine if it doesn't matter to her. But to me... And also, there's the whole
0: thing that it's very hard to. It's say. really hard Please to don't say say yeah. that because I found one of the interesting things after because what happened if anybody was living under a rock and doesn't know he went uh, he, he gave a long. Over several hours, interview with the Herald, which was um, in which he said a lot of inappropriate things um, about. Well, he's I don't know how inappropriate this stuff. He he doesn't like people. He hates people. He hates being in queues behind people going for going through airport security. But the thing that I think upset a lot of people, including me, was that while having lunch in a restaurant, he had a, did a long riff on the. Uh, the breasts of a woman sitting near them at a table um where was I I don't know where was I I was going somewhere with that but so yeah that was the the extraordinary thing about it was here's this grown man I just saying stuff that you didn't you wouldn't have thought would be useful fodder for a mainstream radio uh, newspaper story
1: no and he's on the record he knows what that means he's a He's a broadcaster, journalist, Yeah, he knows it, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: um,
1: and he went on and on and on, and not just about, you know, he, he, they started talking about the way that the titties, that word makes me feel sick. Yeah. I don't know about
0: you guys. That I find it really hard to say. Titty is generally only said by people engaged in breastfeeding and learning language.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah kids. Yeah. That's what he's like. He's like, moustache. Titties. Like, he's just, like, a kid who just sees things. Yeah. And can't not say them. There's no filter. Which
2: no. Which I guess he thinks makes him a good broadcaster, but that's mm. not what smart people do. Like, no. no. Smart broadcasters, like, know how to self-censor.
0: Mm. I uh, suspect that it was all on purpose, that um, that he decided to kind of go rogue, on an interview and, and get that kind of publicity. I don't but think, think
1: it... it's not like he hadn't had enough attention. Yeah. Maybe, recently.
0: maybe, mm.
1: maybe <laughs> he has r- like a calendar and or something yeah. like that. A controversy meter in his room. And he's like, oh, those levels yeah, are looking pretty low. It's been, long. A while it has been this
0: many days since I had a BSA complaint.
1: And he has like a random <laughs> word generator and it's like titties. And so that's like, where oh. I was going
0: before. And I lost my way. Cause that's what I do. Um, <laughs> is that uh, Hillary Barry, who is now on a rival show, who used to work alongside him, Started her day after this hoo ha by saying, "Isn't it wonderful to work with men who are respectful and and uh, supportive and yes, dignified?" Yeah, and uh, and spare a spirit of thought for women who are turning up on other breakfast shows. <laughs> There's only one <laughs> who aren't going to get that kind of treatment. And <gasps> Hillary, that's so shady. I it was it. fantastic, wasn't it? But she got a lot of pushback from people saying, "Yeah, but you sat beside him and giggled while he said things on the show while." You were there But that's what I'm saying about Verity Johnson And anybody else It's so hard to, in the moment On live television Stand up and say Hey, no, cut it out That's inappropriate and unacceptable this must take
2: a while to process as well Like You can quite often laugh at a joke Because you're programmed to laugh when someone's made a joke regardless of what mm-hmm. the joke is and totally. it can occur to you two minutes later that that was actually the worst thing you've ever heard yeah
1: yeah and it's too late and it's too <laughs> late
2: there's like nothing you can do about it
1: yeah um the, the kind of other interesting thing that's spiraled out of this Paul Henry thing is the publicist that was there with him um, who has now been seriously disciplined or something it's been reported um for Participating in that conversation, I guess, and you know, I I don't know, I can't speak for her, but I wonder if she was kind of caught in a similar thing of when you get sucked into the banter and you don't, you know, the jokes. Yeah. Are, I don't know what she said was bad. I'm not saying that yeah, she's, sure. you know, she started saying, oh, but wait until she has children;
0: they're not going to be the same. But you know you get sucked into the vortex, and your your status as a publicist is um, is so much lower than the person who's being interviewed and your job is there to watch the parameters of the questions and yeah. the answers and but you're also loyal to the person who mm. is your client, yeah. which mm-hmm. is Paul, not the interviewer it's that was my mansplain moment of the month was that I was having exactly that discussion with somebody on a uh, a private Facebook page uh, that is inhabited by journalists and uh, I raised a couple of those issues and he gave me this long explanation about what the role of the publicist is during an interview. And I um, didn't – I should have written back – I was a publicist f- for TVNZ for three years, if many years ago. Many years ago, <laughs> but here was somebody explaining what the role of a publicist is. After I'd said, "This is what I think a publicist's job is," he was saying, "No, no, it's this." Well, I'm actually, like, <laughs> I had yeah. that job. You dick.
1: <laughs> yeah. but anyway um but That's it's not so he, like
0: you to not I
2: know not educate a, it, a full. it's tiring
0: though here's the truth yeah. though I it I kind of forgot that that was my job <laughs> I, it was like he was so <laughs> proving to me that no I had the job description in around the wrong way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I went oh okay all right I'll just go and do something else over here with all the uh and then yeah. in the middle of the night work happened. went no fuck it actually I'm yeah. pretty <laughs> familiar with the job description yeah
1: yeah, but by that stage, yeah. can you come in with like no. a letter like written and like cut-out no. magazine letters?
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> I had that
1: job. <laughs> Some
0: fingernails in it. I've been thinking about it and I'm quite angry.
1: Um so yeah, she's had serious repercussions, you know, in in-house.
0: Mm. Has Paul Henry had No. Anything? And that's the problem to me. I'd I wouldn't mind mm. her being told that perhaps she didn't control the parameters of that discussion. Unless, here's the other thing, is that that is exactly what they wanted to happen. That was the plan. Yeah,
1: because mm. people will tune in to see what he says next. And in blah, which blah, case, blah. the publicist was thrown under a bus. Yeah, yeah.
0: Or so she was on the bus, and then they took her off <laughs> and threw her under the bus. <laughs> yeah. but also,
1: just imagine being Paul Henry's publicist. <laughs> uh... <laughs> So they had to be together for a long time in that federal daily. That's the other thing about this. This happened in a very public place. Yeah. He is a very famous New Zealand man. If he was in a space, you'd be looking at him and listening. There is no way no one else in that restaurant didn't hear what he was saying.
0: No, 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 no.
1: So people were like, that. oh, he said it in private. Like oh, she bullshit. probably didn't hear She might not have heard, but other yeah. people did. And then the whole of New Zealand heard because yeah. it was in an interview where he was on yeah. the record. Like... It's irrelevant. It doesn't matter if no one hears. Like, it's <laughs> it's this locker room thing. This was Federal Deli. Yeah. People were eating their lovely Reuben sandwiches. This wasn't, like, and a they private were, place. like,
2: stone-cold morons who were like, <laughs> <laughs> that was a private conversation. They shouldn't have published it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Do you even know how an interview works? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Please leave.
1: No. Yeah, so good on you, Greg Bruce, oh, who yeah. wrote that piece. Um, really
0: well-written piece.
1: Mm-hmm for exposing him for who he is. And, I, yeah, I just hope that... I don't know. What do we hope for in future? Hillary Barry, I'm really glad she talk, she spoke out, but I just really hope that Paul Henry never says anything again. <laughs>
0: you know? That'd be nice. Good or
1: bad. Yeah, that's an ideal outcome. <laughs> but, you know, he'll probably just continue on. Just get a um, job
0: in there.
1: And I mean talk that
0: thing about having... People who um, head news and current affairs programs who are operating on our behalf, people that we can look up to, people we can respect, people who are advocating. Well, it doesn't even have to be advocacy. You don't have to be John Campbell. I wish everybody was, mm. but um, somebody that you can respect mm-hmm. as opposed to someone you go, oh, he's a dick. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And if have been like the goofy clown guy is your thing great mm. we, we we need those broadcasters as well but like those sorts of that sense of humor doesn't have to be done at someone's expense like mm. you can even have like quite a bawdy sense of humor without being like a misogynistic fucktard
0: like
1: yeah, exactly. It's not hard yeah all i can think now is like how uncomfortable must all the women be around paul henry now Yeah, Would you just constantly be like like, wearing an Amish collar and like...
0: (laughs) Sitting with your arms crossed like you're in the front row of a school photo. I do know
2: a couple of women that have worked with him in various capacities who still really like the guy.
0: Yeah, I do too. Apparently he's quite friendly
2: and nice in person, quite kind to the other people that he works with. And apparently there's a
0: vulnerability to him that um, brings out the maternal... Oh, really? Yeah. It yeah, apparently, Ooh, that's yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> I haven't <an> experienced <laughs> yeah, It's but... hard
2: to reconcile that with this um, sort of public idiot. Mm. And
0: I, the, one of the things that I will say about him is I used to do The Odd Spot on Breakfast many, many years ago as a media commentator, and he was an incredibly generous host. So, I mean, he, there are a lot of things. Uh, he has a lot of great qualities as a broadcaster, but being – appropriate and punching up rather than down mm. not things that he's mm. terrific at
1: yeah and it just comes down to i think something that you summarize in that fantastic piece that you wrote for the spinoff michelle yes go read what, it what really gets on my titties <laughs> <laughs> is it the very like like you were saying about the john campbell thing the very least you want is that these people can just be a little bit better. Than what you think people are like yeah, yeah. It is so depressing To think that like If this is what he's saying on the record To a journalist In an interview with the New Zealand Herald What is he saying when he's not on the record yeah, yeah. Like what is what is going on in his head What is what is all the stuff that doesn't make it
0: I'm hoping there's a New Year's resolution You know amongst all of them for 2017 I will not say titties <laughs> I'm not going to comment on anybody's Facial hair I just, yeah. just don't be a Fucking douchebag! Don't talk to people as though yeah. Anyway, good. On to
1: the next generation, yep. Max Key. Um, Who? Sorry, the, the, I, the, I don't believe
2: I know has anyone. Been of He's that a name. DJ. Have
1: you ever heard oh. anyone? Oh,
2: sorry, the famous mm. DJ Max Key. I yeah. got you.
1: Have yeah. you ever heard anyone yell at you when you've been uh, cycling? cycling anywhere? Yeah. From a car? Is it the
2: same guy every time? Fuck. Mm. <laughs>
0: ah, he's everywhere. Yeah. Well, he's in a car, so he gets around <laughs> quickly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's all he does. So, yeah, Max Key's kind of I guess the I don't know. Is it the it's not the evolution of Paul Henry. What's the opposite of that? The seedling.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the precursor, the before photo. <laughs>
1: um <laughs> who- <laughs> Oh my god. Actually, before and after, the what misogyny, Yeah, this is what a life of misogyny <laughs> looks like before and after. Um, so he was he Snapchatted yelling out of his car at cyclists, "Real men ride, woman." Which yeah. is it's really cool to abuse Woo. people that are just trying to help the environment Woo. and get by in a sustainable
0: way. Also, um, it's just not fucking funny. It's, not it's a really dicky thing I to know, say. I know that
2: there were all sorts of reasons why I should have been mad at that and I am, but it's the, the sheer aggressive yeah. unfunniness yeah. of this yeah. joke. <laughs>
1: It's not just the unfunniness, but it's also the preparation. I know how hard it is to take a Snapchat when you're driving. <laughs> it is a living, breathing nightmare, and it is so dangerous. And there was no one else in the car. No, apparently so alone. There was not even, like, banter with the lads or anything. It's like he's like, oh, mate, got a real funny idea. That was a classic. Get my phone out, like give him a ticket for using his phone when he's driving mm. yeah well. <laughs> not that I've ever done it, even though I just uh, admitted to.
0: But, uh, that, <laughs> y- yeah, how to um, uh, be incredibly disrespectful to women and to people who choose to cycle and manage to do that in four words that do not make a good yeah. joke.
2: Not to be in the undertones of homophobia. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. um, it's a all in one. But all, it's, it's an all in none.
1: He's nothing if not efficient, as Max can. What yeah. I liked about this in the Snap story is that, because um, I follow him on Snapchat, chance <laughs> the permission there. You? It's actually sometimes an amazing insight into their lives. He's got this. That he does when he hides He hides in the key house And he gives his father and mother frights (laughs) Like he's literally like a child And Snapchat's it I've always found that a little bit funny Can
0: I say I just had my granddaughter over (laughs) for the weekend And we did that She's three (laughs)
1: How how old is this guy?
0: He's 20 something 22
1: Yeah. Um, I loved, I think it was like Was it Nadine Chalmers-Ross Who wrote a response piece on stuff And she's like actually Real men uh don't live in their parents' houses <laughs> <laughs> and don't yell at cyclists at yeah. the end. Um but before this on a Snapchat, he had just taken a Snapchat just sitting on the toilet. <laughs> just Oh, I
2: saw that photo. In the day. <laughs> yeah.
1: So it's just like the standard's pretty low, but when you are a prominent man in public, you have to think about the things that you do. Or when you're just a man in the world. Be nice to people and don't. Yeah. But saying that he has
2: had probably the world's best role model at there being no repercussions for anything you do or say or any opinion that you hold Mm -hmm. or any action or non action that you take.
1: That's a great point. He's just doing what he's
2: been doing. You know, as you know, his father the excuse that his father made for him instantly, which was he didn't mean to do the thing he didn't say or do. And, and he's apologised it for it. In the way that he did or said it. It
0: was a New Zealand rugby union apology. Yeah, wasn't yeah, it it? Absolutely. It was. Nothing happened and he's very sorry.
2: Nothing happened. He's sorry that nothing happened, but he won't do nothing again.
0: Yeah. It's just boys talk.
2: Continuing to do absolutely nothing.
0: It's just boys
1: talk. It's the locker room pass. And this is what's been bothering me this month. Do women have a locker room? Do women have a locker room pass? Is there anything we're allowed to say? Do we have an equivalent of banter of...
0: I keep being told on uh, comments and notice boards that we do, but I have not experienced it. <laughs> it's a it's locker
1: room Yeah, the locker room
2: is <laughs> the wrong place. I know that you can just sort of like transpose the man version to a lady's locker room because women in locker rooms are just about getting clean and fixing their hair and putting yeah, their and clothes back on and then going back to work or going, going home or whatever. Yeah. Waiting yeah. have the hairdry- You don't talk to people... But I, but maybe, like, the women's locker room equivalent is just, like, those times where you just get together with your friends and just, like...
0: Have a bitch. Right.
2: Mm, mm. But, like, the point of the get-together is to, like, talk about stuff, not to just, yeah. like, go and do an activity.
0: Yeah. But here's the thing. I think that when women get together, sometimes it might begin with... Okay, so this is in my world... <laughs> It begins with he's pissing me off and I'm so for so and sicker yeah. and But it ends up being about something bigger and it's you know, we put the world to rights as mm. opposed to yeah. um talk about how many ball sacks we've grabbed and how easy that is to do mm. and yeah. how we forced ourselves on people who didn't give consent. It mm. generally starts in my experience With something personal and, and intimate And that's just been getting on your wick yeah. And ends up being So that we should have a revolution yeah. <laughs> Pretty much how all conversations end wow.
2: <laughs> Also there have been quite a few men That came out sort of against the whole idea Of locker room talk mm. And I forget the true. name but there was a really great Ex-NBA player yes. um, Who wrote a really great piece about um, His experience of locker talk um but then saying that i was reading the other day oh yesterday actually um so wired um published a piece online on wired.com um where they had asked for readers stories of sexual harassment in the workplace and it was like a really great piece um trying to sort of amplify those voices and they published 75 of their reader submissions in this mm. piece of people reporting stuff that's happened to them in the workplace Um, And one of them uh, was about the locker room talk or just the experience of being sexually harassed on the rig at like a really fancy golf club. This woman who, she was a a cart girl and her job was to just drive around the different holes giving snacks and drinks to the rich old men. So I think this whole locker room talk, the extremity that, say, Donald Trump went to, I think that also might come from just a place of like real extreme privilege as well. I think it's actually... It's men, but it's actually really wealthy men who think they own women. I mean, I've no doubt regular guys are absolute pricks sometimes about in the way they speak about women too. But I just got an impression from this this piece that had been submitted that it's like, yeah, mm. I think money might actually play quite mm-hmm. a big part in the sense of ownership that seems to be all pers- pervasive in these kinds of comments.
1: I'd just like to point out that piece was posted to the On The Rag Facebook page, correct? Mm. Yeah, um, which you can look at. Uh, yep. <laughs> that's my segue If you're not a fan already We'd really love you to get involved Because that's where we post All the stuff we want to talk about for the month And just other cool stuff coming up And good articles And you can get involved on Twitter With hashtag OTRpod um, And we'll create our own little space You know
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll
1: say nice things Our uh, own locker room Locker room <laughs> um, <laughs> Should we have a, se- a little a little ditty segment? Yes um, I have some cool tips Cool travel tips Yay Well I've got yes. two My first one is, (laughs) I always struggle with this, uh, trying on nice things in stores when you have makeup on your face and you're trying on a top and you are just in you've got to kind of do this, like, Mission Impossible style, like, (laughs) get through the hole without letting any of your skin. It's like Operation, (laughs) but backwards. And what they do in Japan, which I think, oh, Japan's got a lot of things that are good about it. It's also a very sexist country, but there's a lot of good things that they've just nailed. One of them is when you go and try on clothes, they give you a little, it looks a little bit like a KKK hood, I'm not going to lie, but a little, like, disposable (laughs) thing that's made of like I don't know some kind of little sheet material you put over your head and then you put your clothes on top of it so there's no risk of makeup you only get on the sheet
0: we used to do that when I was a little girl going shopping with my mother and my grandmother there would always be a scarf hanging in the changing room and this scarf is to do exactly that you put it over your face like a like a veil and then pull your thing that's what the scarf is is for Yeah, but oh I, you, my God. obviously Japan step ahead. It's I guess They've some disposable papery yeah thing, some kind of thing that's actually hood shaped rather than like a tablecloth.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so I got really used to using these, and I love the benefits of it. But then I was confronted with a place that didn't have them, and I found out what you do. And this only works for people with long hair. Comb all your hair in front of your face. Oh, like with like cousin it. Yeah, oh yeah, like cousin it, that's what I was meaning. And shove that's your head so through so- and then flip your hair back. It's yeah, the best thing great. I've ever thought of in my whole life. And that's all great. you get is makeup on your hair, which is fine.
0: Fine. You know? If so you're just fine. sweating off makeup and a that Japanese is so changing good
1: room. Yeah, so that was, my, that was my cool travel tips. Anyone else got any tips for them? Oh, I'm just still bugging out
2: about the scarf thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Those scarves have been in every change room I have been in it's my whole life. I literally thought they were just there because someone thought someone that they would be them. a good accessory with whatever
0: you're trying on.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah. it's it never occurred
0: so to sense. me to question
1: it. They're
2: just always
0: there. Try like, it with this yellow chiffon.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Goes with everything.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, somebody should have explained that. I think it's it's like knitting have to pass that on. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So now you know. Things
2: my mother never told me. Yeah,
0: exactly. Somebody should write a book yeah, about that. It's crazy, that. they haven't. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um any other tips for the month?
0: Huh. Okay, here's my thing. Um, oh, is it a cool tip or is it a product? This is Doesn't really matter. weird. It's a bit, I have uh, just discovered the flat shoe. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so I've been wearing heels because I'm five foot <laughs> um, since I've left school. So that's a long time ago and uh, always been wearing heels. And now probably because of that, I have a problem with my right foot oh, wow. and it's always sore. Well, it was always sore until I decided I would no longer wear, well, my, Acupuncturist told me I should no longer wear heels So I've been wearing flat, nothing but flat shoes yeah. Which is actually a real challenge for somebody Who's not used to them mm-hmm. Like going on stage, so heels make you feel Like you've, you've got better posture And you're standing up straight, you're a little bit taller You've got a bit yeah. more command, you're a bit more powerful yeah. So I had to really struggle to wear Flat shoes on stage, but I've done it. That's interesting. And um and now I really love flat shoes. And you can like you can run if you need to. <laughs> if you to. need to. Yeah. yeah. And carry things. Yeah. You can
2: run from the popo if you yeah. have to. Yeah. That's totally. Yeah. That's amazing. That's a very good oh,
0: Well, so I shouted myself a couple oh, of pieces nice of. They silver brogues. Silver brogues. Amazing silver. Silver flatties. <laughs> so I just I'm a new convert and massive fan of the flat shoe. Amazing. Yeah.
1: I actually on that note, there's something I'll share on our Facebook page. I saw, you know, how there's just those videos that play that people share and you just watch them with your mouth open, drooling on Facebook. Someone shared this thing of, like, a some kind of Swedish company or something that's devised these flat, like, really cute flat sandals, but they have a little thing in them and you can clip a heel on. You can clip on different levels of heels. <gasps> so they go from flats. You can have, like, a little platform for, like, a barbecue or you can make them into stilettos. Or
0: if you want Wonder Woman, <laughs> she wears wedges. She exactly, wears wedges. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah,
1: thank God. That's great. Yeah, um, I'll put it on the air. It's like, thankfully, someone's finally thinking about the day-to-night shoe. A
0: shoe that takes from the (laughs) office to the dinner party. And, and if you need to, run, mess, you can whip the heels off. Yes, and throw does them does at the a, person. A
2: brand that does a night to drunk shoe that has <laughs> the slip ons that go inside a heel.
1: Oh my God, that's so So when as well. at the
2: point where you get too drunk.
1: It take that shoes
2: off. You actually still got shoes on once you take them off.
0: I'll go to the bar. I can go to the bar. Oh Just take my heels off. That's I great. can't
1: dance in that. <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Another great product. Hey, just like Bond Tampons. nz. Brilliant. Just by the way.
0: They're probably more absorbent though, the tampons.
1: True, true. Um, what else am we going on? I guess we should talk about, should we talk about Trump? Do we want to talk about Trump again? We're ta- mere days
2: away from the election. I'm scared. So there's a chance yeah. that you might hear this after uh, the apocalypse has happened.
0: Mm. Yeah. If oh, so there's a chance you might
2: be listening to collect this. all your tinned goods, yeah, start filtering the water, Meet us in the bunker,
0: build a bunker.
2: There's no time. We're no um, time.
0: we're getting a bottle of champagne and a bottle of whiskey, depending on what happens on Wednesday. You <laughs> probably drink <treat> them both
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, he basically just freely admitted on was it was he doing a set visit to days of our lives when he said it? Is that true? Oh, is that on the Bar to Dream. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: he was. Wasn't he playing a guest starring role? He there, was, was about to do like a walk
2: on role. Yep.
1: Donald and Trump the... has been on so many TV shows. It really disturbs me. I know. I Not was... as much as the fact it could be the president. But... I was watching. Uh, he's in Ghostbusters too. He's in Home Alone. He's in Home Alone. Malone.
0: I'm pretty sure that he thinks being president of the United States is just another reality show.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's the biggest role the you big could one. possibly get. Yeah.
0: Top rating.
2: Yeah, he essentially thinks he's on The Apprentice. Yeah. Yeah. And like the prize has been the president.
0: That is totally how he's treated the campaign. It's not about policy, it's all about personality.
2: Oh I'm my God. sick of him. Yeah. I'm just going to say that.
0: Yeah. The thing that didn't get, I think, picked up enough in the food debate was because that was after Pussygate. I say that with a little piece of my soul dying was that he described that, he deflected questions about Pussygate as a Mm -hmm. distraction from real issues like jobs and... ISIS. Safety, yes, (laughs) international security, national security. And nobody seemed to quite grab him by the bits and pieces and explain... (laughs) That's all part of the same thing. Mm. That you know, one of of the reasons women don't have jobs or have jobs as well paid as men do is because people like him grab them by the pussy
1: Mm -hmm. and say things like, When you're a star, they let you do it. Yeah, which is not actually true, Donald. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, this is just incredible that a man like this with that level of misogyny and just vomit still is nearly is. neck and neck is very, is but it explains everything you know it yeah. explains Paul Henry it explains Max Key yeah. it's just like I'm just glad finally that like, I'm I'm with you that I think it should have been talked about more on that kind of forum that forum where you know it's going to get to everyone because it's hard to know if the these conversations about how what he said were so bad are they happening in a bubble yeah or is all of America going hmm because I don't think they are, because some people are still going to those Trump rallies. Yeah. And a lot of people are probably going to vote for him. Yeah.
2: I saw, this is sort of off topic, but not really. Uh, very briefly read something this morning about a young man in a wheelchair who had maybe gone to Trump rally and protested against Trump. And people kicked his wheelchair.
0: <gasps> oh, my God.
2: Like, you got to imagine that it's quite a pre- peaceful protest if you're
0: mm-hmm. wheelchair-bound, mm-hmm. you know. Not wildly threatening.
2: Not wildly threatening. And then he left, and as he was leaving, a bunch of people kicked his wheelchair.
0: Well, it was interesting. The guy who was at the centre of the gun shout at oh, yeah. the most recent rally said, thank God the police came in and security came in and got me out of there uh, and did not... Uh, because they would have killed me. He
2: so the guy filmed. who was doing... The and yelled that it no. was a safety measure, no. or because he actually saw it. Well, I actually thought that would be quite a clever thing to yell just to get yourself to safety.
0: I believe, by like yelling fire, he was suggesting—and <laughs> so I could sorry. be wrong about that—that that he was suggesting that somebody else shout. He was holding okay. a Republicans against Trump. Yeah. And and sign and somebody else shouted gun which caused everybody around him to pile on top of him and oh beat the crap out of him and he, of course he didn't have a gun and i find it really interesting that the that security and the police came in and took him out of there and didn't press any charges of any kind so clearly he was unarmed yeah. and not threatening so yeah just they're wound up and riled, those mm. Trump supporters. I saw an amazing
1: series of images. Do you yeah. see that woman who had, like, um, Hispanics against Trump or something written on her? On her T-shirt, on her t-shirt. <laughs> and got
0: a selfie. <laughs> and she was getting selfies with oh, everyone because yeah. I didn't
1: know Because they it said. don't speak. <laughs> the Hispanics con Trump, I think it says. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. 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 Um, I love the, that level of so trolling, good. but it scares me. me. Too. That, that, those other stories scare me a lot. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot we can do about what Americans are going to decide about the fate of the world, but I hope that they are sensible.
0: What worries me, though, of course, is that even if uh, Clinton becomes president, none of this is over. Yeah.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah. Exactly. Trump has just hes just risen to the top and had a very loud voice, but it doesn't yep. mean it's not happening elsewhere. Um, on that cherry note. On that yeah. cherry note. <laughs> Lena Dunham's Halloween costume. Did you see it?
0: Very cool. Pussy
1: grab costume. Oh, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> I mean, it caused a little bit of controversy, but I think it's like one thing that I found really heartening is seeing all the amazingly powerful women, you know, say, say what you will about Lena Dunham, but she does have a following mm-hmm. and she does have influence. Yep. As does Beyonce. Maybe yeah, slightly yeah. more but
2: On the campaign trail. <laughs>
1: On yeah. the campaign trail. Um, Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Oh, you know, the whole lot of them have been out there. So I, yeah. Just fingers crossed. I don't know what we're going to do and Tuesday. I don't know what we're do. It's
0: fine. We'll work it out. It'll be <laughs> fine. <laughs> oh, we'll just go down to the wow. ladies' locker room and – Sorts the shit out. Yeah. (laughs) Can we talk, because it's hilarious and and in honour of our our tampon sponsor, um, can we talk about Ryan Williams, age 19, (laughs) in the UK? Um, Because there's been this fantastic campaign in the UK to, at the moment, uh, tampons uh, uh, attract a luxury tax in the European Union. Until recently. uh, Yes, and women in the UK have been fighting against that with some great placards like... um, uh, uh uh sponge cake doesn't um attract a luxury tax and it's even less absorbent than a tampon <laughs> um, so anyway so Ryan Williams who's 19 and has a girlfriend which I find hard to believe
2: yeah. uh, said I, that I'm amazed he's ever met a woman in his life.
0: I, absolutely, I don't think he came out of a vagina and if he did come out of one he wasn't looking as he passed through because what he believes is that the reason women need tampons is because they're too lazy to hold the blood in <laughs> till they get to the toilet and oh he, if he doesn't need to wear adult nappies to stop Him from weighing himself. Why do women need something to hold the blood up there? Why don't they just suck it up? And go to the toilet see, when they can. It's
1: all about self-control. Yeah. So I bet when he was born, he was like, "Oh, mum, hold it in." Like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> it's amazing. It's just the most incredible, hilarious story. How can you be so misinformed? I feel ready for him. i really I'm not even too. like
2: mad at him. I feel like no, I'm not mad either. UK schooling system has really let yeah. a whole bunch of people down. If, if this guy came out,
0: I quite like to bring him over to my house and just show him some <laughs> pictures. <laughs> it's like, yeah, here is a bladder and here is a uterus. Yeah. And they're different places and it comes out in a slightly different place also. It's yeah.
2: weirdly representative of the age that we live in though that instead of say going to a parental figure or a teacher and yeah. saying is this actually how it works? Yeah. He started a GoFundMe page instead. Stop, the, like, blog. I'm not gonna, I'm not Stop the blog. I'm not going <laughs> to Google anything. Stop the blog. I'm not going to Google anything. I'm not going to oh ask. And then weirdly, the campaign was so poorly written <laughs> that it was quite hard to understand why he wanted this, but he was—he wanted to spend some of the campaign funds on a biology teacher, which I'm all for. Yeah, no, he totally up for to needs there. as much help as he can get, but I couldn't <clears throat> figure out if he wanted that for himself or if he thought that all women needed some biology, biology lessons lesson. on. Taught
1: by him, maybe. Holding
2: it in. Yeah.
1: Also, just the blob? <laughs> <laughs> like, We should change this podcast to On the Blob. On the Blob. I haven't heard that term in years. It's amazing. It's just like, what does he think happens? Yeah. We're all standing there, like, oh, and suddenly, <laughs> trying not to blob ourselves.
0: Oh, I just did a, you know, one of those kegels. I just, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. a I bet everybody listening to this right now is just clenching the walls of their vaginal canal and release. There we it go. just
1: comes out like a silly putty. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Bright red. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, dear. Begrat. Thanks, fun. Bon. <laughs> thanks, Bond, for understanding how women work, and no, th- no thanks to Ryan Williams.
0: Well, some some men who are going to understand a lot more about how women work are um, anti-abortion uh, politicians in the states that started off with Mike Pence, who is Trump's running mate, and. Uh, douchebag, um, who is uh, really strongly against abortion um, for any reason whatsoever, including fetal abnormality and rape and incest and all of those things. Um, And so some women decided that because he was so fascinated and uh, invested in women's reproductive lives then they should um, phone him every day to let him know (laughs) how their cycle was going so they'd ring his office a plus Charlie ladies incredible incredible and say thanks Nike Uh, hello, could you just pass a message on to Governor Mike Pence, please? Uh, Just let him know that things seem to be drying up today and there don't seem to be any babies up in there. Or could you just let him know I'm on day three of my period uh, and my flow seems abnormally heavy, but my cramps are much better to hang up. It's
2: I good. Love it. Keep going. It's this really is the incredible. guy who passed into law that um, fetal tissue and aborted fetuses should be given like funerals. Funerals. Yeah, the funeral m- rights, the burial,
0: cremation. Yeah. Sure, if you're going to have an abortion, all right, but you must hold a public funeral for the fetus. Public funeral. Yeah.
2: Because people go and get those That's things. A good use of like money. Just picking up. So some bread and some milk at the my to do list. Oh shit! I'll just
0: vacuum the pop living out room and get abortion. Yeah. They're Watch the They're already get an abortion. quite deeply traumatised by whatever
2: yeah. reasons have taken them to an abortion clinic at all. No, they yeah. and so you know more reasons to feel traumatised and victimised. Yeah, know, cool, great. That is you doing your job. Mike Pence is the governor of Indiana, oh dear. and um, yeah, I think. If he is that invested I think it's great That people are continuing To
0: let them know Where they're at With their cycle We should adopt that All the time You know in the at the Abortion clinic In Thames Where the Here in New Zealand Where the Um pro-life, anti-abortion people have been protesting for the last two years, I believe. Every Friday, abortions are performed really? in this clinic and the protesters turn up and stand uh, within 200 metres of the door of the clinic and tell women to turn around, go home and um, make a different choice. Um, maybe we should just drop by and let them know how our cycles are. Yeah,
1: true. So, yeah. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. I just thought every time, I haven't um, seen like, mobs ever in my life of protesters but you know how I used to work in uh Ipsum at the Lido cinema and there was a one solitary elderly gentleman who would stand with a sandwich board of you know a fetus and it was all whatever and we just stand there on the corner of the road every day and now now I think about it and there was like a group of them that would be on a dominion road outside valentine's of all places so like, it's not an abortion clinic you know Mm. (laughs)
2: it's a a weird it's a delicious (laughs) lunch and dinner buffet shrimp
1: cocktails (laughs) (laughs) and it's full of kids they eat for free um (laughs) but and it was all men all elderly men I don't know if that's Generally the case, but just in yeah, my experience, that's all I've seen. And I just, I always wanted to just stop and talk to this man, but you know, I was busy, I was living my life, going to work and stuff, so I never did. But I just the, wonder that's why? just your life, just standing on the street.
0: street I always corner. wanted to stop and tell them, instead of this, why don't you go and um, do a load of washing and hang it out for the people who did go through with a pregnancy and who could probably do with some assistance around about, yeah. well, fucking all the time. Mm. Yeah. Make a casserole, pop round, do the ironing. Don't waste your time outside a clinic.
1: Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, maybe we'll tell them that. I don't know. Maybe we need our own sandwich boards that say that and we'll go stand next to them. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just endless sandwich board, like, <laughs> messagery. <laughs> <laughs> Should we have another segment? Book yes. club. I'm really proud to say, while I was on holiday, I don't want to keep talking about how I was on holiday, but,
0: but I was. Where did you go? Where did you oh, go? I oh, um, okay.
1: It's really cool there. It's really different. Um, <laughs> no, I read like eight books and it was just amazing. It was more than I've read in like Damn. two or three years. Um, and I just started, finally, I started Fight Like a Girl this morning by Clementine Ford, who we often praise on this podcast. And I left it on the bus, which I was like a little bit annoyed by But then I was also like, oh, I was, you know, I got sent a review copy. I'm not going to lie. And I really hope that someone picks it up and Mm. reads it. I'm actually not even like mad. I was about, you know, a quarter of the way through and I was loving it. And I had folded over every second page because it was just so full of amazing quotes that I wanted to read out. But if anyone in Central Auckland caught the inner link this morning (laughs) on a Monday, November 7th, I hope you're having a really good read of yeah. that book. I hope it doesn't just get thrown in the trash. Because it's like one of those ones.
2: that like fate has landed that book in the lap of someone just when they needed yeah. it.
1: Yeah. That's
2: what I would hope.
0: Yeah.
1: I'd really hope so. Um, so I highly recommend There'll be that. a 16-year-old
0: girl going, I don't think the world is quite the way I would like it to be. Yeah. What's this book? Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, has anyone else been reading anything? I been reading that too.
0: But yeah. but see I did that thing where I bought it maybe a week ago and I won't let myself read it because I don't want it to be finished. Yeah. I'm I'm going I'll oh, just read a page <laughs> and then I'll read another page tomorrow. So, yeah, it looks fantastic.
1: Yeah. yeah. I just devoured it last night I opened it last night and I just couldn't couldn't stop. It's one of those. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh, I've got a few more days to like get a new copy <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's not finished just yet. Yeah. Have I have nothing
2: meaningful to add. I moved house recently, which means discovering things that you forgot that you owned. <gasps> mm-hmm. And that means I've just reread my entire Neil Gaiman Sandman collection. Oh,
0: fantastic. Yeah.
2: It's not really book club material. Well, I suppose that's not true. I mean, if you are into um, graphic novels, you've probably already heard of the Sandman collection. But if you're not, um, the characters are based on personifications of pre- death and sleep and insanity and uh different illustrators on on different issues but all written by um the fantasy writer Neil Gaiman and they're really great and it just reminded me of how gothy I was in my (laughs) early 20s and how much I identified with the lead character Morpheus who is a dude I don't know
0: But I also,
2: actually, one thing um, I can contribute, which I have um, vowed to be better at, is also whilst I was packing all my books, um, I realised that there were just definitely not enough female authors on my shelf. Mm. And I have kept basically every book I've ever bought since I was a child. And I quite a pretentious like teenager so I bought a lot of sort of what I thought were necessary authors for you know for sort of a a young growing intelligent mind or Mm. whatever and they were all men and I didn't have anyone Mm. around me at the time to say here you know read some Toni Morrison or you know like so I just have all of these dudes on my shelf and uh, it's, so it's not actually until sort of like the last five years um, that I actually started reading authors like Joan Didion. Oh, no, no, she goes back further than that. But I mean, just in general, I was just looking at the ratio and I was like, this isn't good enough. And mm. um, I've just decided to do better.
0: I set myself a little thing, not a challenge because it wasn't hard, of um, I, only this, I only read books written by women for... Uh, it started out as a year. It was going to be my re- my year of only reading books by women, and that was easy because you just go to Virago Women's Press in the library and work your way through anything that looks interesting, and yeah. then start finding other stuff as well. But I have kept on doing that, and I'll, I without consciously doing it, I will look at the stack of books on the bedside table, and they're all by women. And I have to consciously go out and find something like Neil Gaiman. American Gods is one of my favorite books. Such a good book. It's such a great. I can't, can't wait for the movie, yeah.
2: movie or TV show. Oh, it's a TV it's series, a TV isn't series. it? Yeah.
0: Yes. So, yes. Yeah. So, but it's it's a really nice thing to. Um, I think it does something interesting to just have women's narratives in your mm. head for mm. a period of time.
1: Yeah, I went through a phase where I bought. I mean, I'm like generally a big fan of nonfiction books. I find it for some reason I've really struggled getting into fiction recently, and I've read like the kind of back catalogue of every, I guess, like comedian woman writer that I liked. All their kind of semi-biographical things, just for, you know, whatever, that's probably took me about three years to read three books. But it's just like, it's amazing just what it changes in your head. Like, yeah. I was exactly the same. I had a giant bookshelf that was full of just all of Shakespeare and Oscar Wilde yeah. and, like, oh, yes, I was really <laughs> into,
2: like, Andreas Thompson and Kurt yeah. Vonnegut. And John Fowles and Henry William Miller. Fort and it's like, it. I just, I actually feel like maybe they... I mean, they're all fabulous writers, but they also gave me a reality that was their reality and not mine. And so I feel like in those moments that I was just spending hours reading those books, I was just living somebody else's life. And Mm. we shouldn't do that. We should live our womanly lives and now whatever culture we are from, like those are the the literary and the film and the TV lives that we should also endeavor to live. Yeah, Mm,
1: totally. Yeah, I have another similar observation to that, which is completely different. Um, It's going to open with me mentioning that I was recently on holiday.
0: (laughs) Where'd you go? I I was uh, was
1: to the land of the rising sun. Um, I went to Disneyland. Yay! Yay! Love going to Disneyland in Tokyo. And what I noticed, which was very interesting, and I know that obviously different countries and different cultures like different Disney characters for different reasons, but I started thinking about it and I thought about, this is going to sound so bougie and annoying, I thought about every Disneyland I've ever been to. (laughs) 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 To <laughs> be fair, it's not that many, but it's more than one. And I thought about how... So there's the Disney princesses, and they're the big woman of Disney, and but they don't have any rides. They don't have anything that's around. No. They just have... They stand in the parade and they wave. Yeah. yeah. They don't even have a lot of merch. Not at Tokyo Disney, at least. They do have a lot elsewhere, but... And I started thinking about it, and I thought, especially in Japan, I think there's a big emphasis on they love the, like especially non non human characters like all the Monsters Inc. and Aliens and Toy Story, and you know they're all really popular, but none of them are women. I thought about how all the like really popular non human characters that yeah. are in the Disney canon, I can't I couldn't think of any woman. Dory is Do- Dory's Disney probably it. the it's next it. big big one, but she doesn't have a ride yet. It's coming. It yeah. is coming. But I just thought it was interesting how when to you get in the like...
2: costume with the legs and everything. Exactly. As
1: well. And how do you make a sexy one? You know, sexy Dory. Oh my god, sexy Dory. Don't Google that. Oh my god, it oh. definitely. I've oh.
2: <laughs> Jose's going for his phone.
1: <laughs> I just—it's be- just interesting to me that when you have a completely blank canvas, you're starting with not based on a real mm. character, not even based on a real person or gender that exists. When you're making up a complete nothing, yeah, yeah, and they all still lean. Towards male. male. Like Scully Mm. and uh, Alien and Toy Story. Which weirdly, (laughs) in
0: a twisted way, brings us to talking uh, about the United Nations picking an ambassador uh, for women and girls. And, um, I mean, they did, bless them, they did come up with a a female fictitious character, but (laughs) it was a fictitious character. They came up with Wonder Woman, who I am... The first person to say how much I love And adore her <laughs> yeah. um, And everything that she represents in, Is it June the 2nd I think the movie uh, Comes out but Fuck off you couldn't think of a human Woman yeah. a real woman It's really
1: there's something really It's just so degrading and also that it is Tied it's obviously marketing yeah. And so it's not even coming from a real Place of anything yeah. Like I don't know maybe I could excuse it if the world was completely different and everything was different. (laughs) And they had like, I don't know if they had Superman on there as well, maybe.
2: And to have so many women shortlisted for the secretary general role. And then for that, no, none of the women on that shortlist to finally get the, the, the top job. And it almost felt like Ugh. a super insulting, yep. like, novelty prize. Yeah. yeah. Like, but you get an ambassador. I oh, so. It's almost like giving Bono
1: the Woman of the Year award. <laughs> but who would do that?
2: Um, I'd just like to take this opportunity to congratulate Bono on being <laughs> mm. women, glamour, Glamour's Woman of the Year. Uh-huh. One of One, one woman yep. of them. Yeah, sure. Um, I think he has done a lot for women and therefore... Um, if he had to muscle aside some other women to get that sure. role that he really so richly deserves, then And you know so what?
0: Be it. Here's the thing. Um, feminism doesn't really matter until a man does it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how that works. Mm-hmm. In fact, the rest of the women who got to be woman of the year should be just fucking grateful yeah. that they got a turn. Because mm.
1: there are a lot of other men going for that position. Shitloads
0: of them.
2: Because, <laughs> like, the thing is, there are, of course, a lot of men that do things that benefit women in sure. small numbers, large numbers, in small ways and in large ways. Like, it doesn't belittle their contribution to continue to give an award called the Women of the Year to women.
1: Mm-mm. Like, where Mm-mm. does
2: it stop then? Now that you've included Bono,
1: like... It's like they thought they were finished with women. Yeah, like, we've, oh, done we've done everyone. it all. Everyone's got an award. Sexism is over. these guys...
2: We've done Jennifer Saunders. It's time <laughs> to move on to Bono. Yeah.
1: And that's that's a wrap. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It's <laughs> it so, so it playing. And as
2: someone already pointed out, there was uh, a South Park episode about how Bono fucking wins everything. And then there was a Parks and Rec episode about a man winning the Woman of the Year award. Yeah.
1: This is the year that... Don't do Fiction. things in real yeah. life yeah.
2: that comedy shows have already parodied.
1: <laughs> it's a real, not good, how yeah, it should still, work. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't, I still don't even know what to do or think. I saw it and I laughed. I thought it was The Onion, like lots of people. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh. what? <laughs> Bono? Yeah. Like, not even, you could,
0: if you were going to give it to a man, he's so uncool. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's the guy who ended up on my phone without me wanting him there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he now just, he's got one of our awards. Exactly.
1: He just doesn't go away. So, yeah, I hope. It's like, yeah, and like you say, who do they give it to next year then? it's yeah, An and alien?
2: Because like, then in 10 years' time, if trend. they haven't given <laughs> it to another man ever since, Bono's the only male woman of the year? In history? <laughs> really? Are we saying he's the best one of all the men that support women? No. He's the one that wins?
1: Or do you just know. keep
2: giving men that prize?
1: <laughs> I don't know what I'm I saying. I just
2: feel like they didn't think it through.
1: No. Yeah. No. It's just a disaster. And now I feel like every woman who actually wins it, it's going to be like a joke prize. It's yeah. like a yeah. participation award. It's just like... You are <laughs> this just, year's bono. They're just yeah. giving these things out now. Yeah. Whoever, any Just any old, any old Goodness guy. Goodness sake. Any old guy wearing glasses inside. Mm. <laughs> um... Oh, uh, another news, so Bono's Woman of the Year. Yeah. Also, do you guys know that Vogue has announced cleavage is over?
0: Yeah. Oh, shit. That's good, because, God, it gets sticky in between my tits. <laughs> Did I say tits? I meant titties. 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 So if there's no more cleavage, I won't have that problem anymore. So What's does that
1: happen? mean
2: in the summer we have to wear skivvies?
1: Um, I think it means you have to chop off your boobs. Oh. It's the other, yeah, it's the other way. Binding. P- yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, cool.
1: Pressing yeah. down, because you're so- not allowed to see any suggestion of boob now. Yeah, because that's not
0: that's not fashion. Mm.
1: Cleavage has never
2: really been a vogue thing. I mean, if they mean well, the tiny like skinny supermodel like under boobs or whatever that they show, it's not really cleavage. Well, like, cleavage generally, is...
0: their models haven't lived long enough to have cleavage. That's
2: right, true. Because um, they're yeah. twelve. Maybe they're just talking about the like when you wear those tops that. Uh, like an open to your belly button, not actual cleavage in the way that actual women Isn't show is that it.
0: used car salesman? <laughs> the thing for me is that um, it just takes a lot of pressure off me to make my own choices about my body. If somebody says, yeah, sure. not the tits, love, and I go, oh, because that's... You. I get really confused getting dressed in the morning. Do I show some cleavage or do I not? Apparently, the answer is no. So yeah. I've got I've got a couple more minutes up my sleeve yeah. or down my front. Mm-hmm. But you in. just
1: wait because in a yeah, few we'll few years, what have they suggested is replaced cleave? Is it side just boob? like a shallow chest? <laughs> <Sunken> chest? No, <laughs> some absent space. Yeah. Some, just
0: like pixelated some dark man. <laughs> That's what we do We walk around with our fingers And mind me It's great on a podcast With our fingers open And just going really Really fast up and down So they're pixelated John Cena style You can't see me Kind of hand action Oh
2: it's really hot In the summer I'm really not looking forward To not having my cleave out
0: Yeah it's no. just yeah, girls, no ear, no ear this summer. No, yeah. It's
1: just it doesn't even. No ear
2: for your titties.
1: It ends. I just can't believe that was announced like it was news. Are you more okay mm.
2: with the word titties now that we've said it like a thousand times a in the last bit, hour? A little bit. Really? It's just That's like cool. how the
1: champagne lady normalized pussy for me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm used to it now. <laughs> Say it enough times and it stops meaning anything. Um, oh, but hey, time for the men to cook dinner for once, according to New World. Just, just, a, the just the once? Just the once, because it was international. The men, the man cooks the dinner day, and New World decided to run a terrible campaign uh, with a man, a gormous-looking man with a pot on his head. <laughs> <laughs> and a sign that said, <laughs> help. <laughs> <laughs> like a child. Um, <laughs> and to share your horror stories of... Of whatever the fuck that competition was about, I did not I even, didn't even read read it. look it up. Was there actually
2: an international the man? There is to an international
1: dinner. man hooked right. cooks dinner day. Really? Did they not just make that up for a? And it was pivoting off that. unless they made the official website, which wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, it wasn't But there was definitely a there was definitely a thing. It's just it's so insulting to everyone. Yes, you know that's the thing, and that's the thing about when people get upset about these. It's not PC going mad. It's us protecting men as well because yeah, how in insulting to men that they put a pot on the you universe time and f-
2: it reinforces that stereotype they're not like crushing it in any way or like actually helping to
1: no like
2: you know like all that does is either insult the men that are helping and are doing their share yeah yeah or tells the ones that aren't that they only have to do it once
1: a year. Yeah, like
0: yeah, that's a lose. Tells the rest of
1: the women you're doing the right thing cooking 364 yeah. days a year.
0: That's what Bono's job should be. True. As woman of the year is to, to he should be in charge of tackling that kind of bullshit. Mm. That could be his job. Where, um, where. Uh, his job as a feminist <laughs> I find that even hard to And, say a, woman. and a woman And a woman as a, Like a top woman Should be to uh, To save men from the The, the downside The flip side mm. of Yeah, sure I'll
1: tell you this though He can't hear any of this Because he's <sighs> he he got listening? a pot on his head Because <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to make the dinner Yeah oh, And he oh just my. can't Yeah, this is definitely a thing I've googled it It's got a very shitty looking website Oh my god Look at how bad this looks. I'll post this
0: one on the rag as it's well. But this so was made like m- in 1998.
2: 1998. That's a nice clip art but you it guys should have going there in the wallpaper.
0: I don't know any men that don't cook. Apart from my, my dad struggles with cooking. He's 80 fucking seven <laughs> and he's had a stroke. But apart yeah. from that, yeah. all the men I know cook.
1: It's, yeah, it's, oh, it's so frustrating. isn't even Exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're adult human beings yeah. living on earth. <laughs> who don't we don't live in this imaginary new world world. It's just a shame because, like, I love the little shops. I
0: love the little gardens. Yeah. I like the little, garden. little gardens. Little
2: gardens. I I, guess I was most heartened by the number of women who left comments on the New World Facebook page uh along snide remarks along the lines of the ones that we've just made yeah just telling New world that more like the old world am i right kind amazing of, <laughs> kind of style which i was like yeah Such a sweet good gig. Girl. and like very few people like telling them to shut up well, i mean it was a while ago so there probably is now but like do you know what, <laughs> what i mean so it was actually just really gratifying to just see like a hundred women make a snarky remark with no one telling them to shut up yet it was it's great. amazing
1: New World did take it down. Um, they did, did they? Realize. Yeah, they they didn't leave the competition up. But I mean, there have been things like this in the past. There was that there's that really terrible pork brand that has the like give give a mum the night off thing. Yeah, cooks some pork, you, you bloke. <laughs> and it's just like it's so embarrassing. It's so How do these things? As well. Like, how hard is it to get advertising concepts across the line? Yeah.
0: It has to go through the longest process, yeah. right? And talk yeah. to all these different people. It gets signed off by all kinds of people over <laughs> platters. They've all got a platter. they have got to have a meeting <laughs> with a platter.
1: Yeah. Cooked for by a woman.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, It just defies belief But maybe it's because There are still too many men In those executive positions
0: Maybe that might be
1: it Maybe that's it
0: I don't know Think how much money We'd save them If they put us on their boards
1: Could be crazy Could be crazy And we go
0: Fuck no Trevor (laughs) (laughs) Not that That is
1: a
2: terrible idea Trevor
1: (laughs) All (laughs) Trevors Back to the
2: drawing board mate
1: (laughs) Back to the kitchen Back to the kitchen (laughs) Um, Talking of New World actually Just as a a side note Bon tampons Uh Packaging, I reckon. Put a little seedling in there. You can grow. You can grow a seedling. This is what they look like: beautiful cardboard cylinders. I'm just saying, you could have your own little it. shop without having to support a supermarket that thinks men can't cook.
0: Well, and even so, you do have to plant them out because mm. once you've seed, you've seeded them, once you've got seedlings out of the little pots from the new, you've got to put them into a bigger pot.
1: Yeah. So yeah. here
0: you go. There's your there's your next stage pot.
1: Exactly.
0: Can we do a quick chat about how men won't take the oral contraceptive because <laughs> it makes them moody?
1: Let's do it
2: So I I didn't actually Read that much about this other than uh, A rant by an ex-flatmate on Facebook. When (laughs) and where has it been Announced that this male contraceptive is available And who have they tested it on? It
0: was just in a trial Um, Where was it? It was reported in Cosmopolitan But it was a fairly Large scale trial Mm -hmm. Of men taking an oral Contraceptive that reduces their sperm count To a point where it is either 98 Or 96% effective which is is pretty fucking high for Mm -hmm. a contraceptive but they uh, ceased and desisted with the trial because um, it made me moody and I don't want to underplay it one of the men attempted suicide Mm. and one of the others became clinically depressed but of the men who didn't experience those kinds of side effects, it was incredibly effective. So it was clearly not good for a very small number of men, but really quite terrific for a very large number of men and women. But um, the feeling of the people running the trial who abandoned it said that there's a different risk-benefit analysis when it comes to men using a contraceptive. Women will put up with those kinds of mood swings, weight gain, Bloating, little, little, little touch of depression.
2: <laughs> because regularly,
0: that might be better than having a baby that they're not wanting to have what? at this point. But for men, they don't suffer the risks because they don't get pregnant. I'm folding my arms
1: oh, now. Oh my! I'm like sweating. I'm so stressed I'm furious. <laughs> Another thing as well is that they said, oh, some of them got acne. (laughs) (laughs) Some of them got a little bit of acne. So
2: because we're used to to the bullshit, (laughs) yeah, then we should continue to suffer this fuckery, but because (laughs) men haven't had to put up with it yet. Yeah.
0: And because actually not getting pregnant is only really advantageous to women because if... If she gets pregnant, he's not bothered.
1: I mean... He doesn't care.
2: Again, it's a decision. He's got acne to worry about. Yeah. A little bit of bloating. (laughs) It's a decision that takes away the agency of men as well. And I... Yeah. yeah, I mean, I also believe that all men should experience, like, you know, being tucked up on the couch with a hot water bottle and having a little cry. And, exactly. and pissing
0: blood out of their penis for five days a <laughs> yeah. month. It'd be well, great. Just hold it in, guys. Just hold it
1: in. It's crazy as well because I'm like, oh, between men and women, women are the ones who aren't allowed to be fat, <laughs> who aren't allowed to have acne, who have to be perfect. Men can look like whatever they
0: want. That's true. Like, and it'd be great them. If, they, if they got, yeah, because then if they experienced moodiness and, you know, I'm feeling a bit blue and a bit irritated and all of those things, they might stop giving us shit for having emotions. Yeah, yeah
2: that's true.
1: Maybe. It Just
2: could be maybe. a great equaliser as yeah. far as empathy for their experience goes. But we,
1: but we might, might never know. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. So, yeah, who knows what's going to happen with this? I mean, obviously, a number it off. of
2: boyfriends say if I could take the contraceptive, I would. It'd be really great. Yeah. But mm. I feel like a lot of men have probably said that and actually wouldn't. So, and, I kind of wish it was available so that every man who's ever said that could actually, you know, put his money where his mouth is. And you'd have to be super to,
0: super duper trusting of. Him, exactly, and you would have thing. to have uh really open access to abortion in case he fucked up.
1: Because mm. he's not the one who has to carry the bloody thing. That's right. That's a good point.
0: Yep.
2: You yeah. rely on someone else. but I mean, I guess that's making their point, the people that cancelled the kinda. critical trial. But uh,
0: fuck. Well, it's making their point only up until the, the bit where we go in our heads, yes, but how dare they walk away when yeah. they yeah. have contributed exactly. to exactly. a pregnancy, yeah. and yeah. yes, I know they can, but how fucking dare they? Yeah.
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, 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 we'll keep a close eye on that. I'm, I'm really sorry for all the men who experienced mood swings and stuff,
0: <laughs> but a bloating. I feel Eww. fat, Trevor. A bloating.
1: Just get a nice hottie, have some chocolate. Oh, can't, I can't, have a I can't meet you
0: at the pub, Trevor. Yeah. I've got, I've got a pimple.
1: It's <laughs> huge. <laughs> Every man is called Trevor. <laughs> I love it. Um, I was going to finish up with, i would just like to say every single story we've read today, I think reads like a parody. Um, and I, that scares me. Yeah, but the, the last is one ridiculous. is something that's mirrored your own stand-up. Oh, I love it. Michelle, yes. which is, I was going to suggest we finish this podcast 14% early being paid 14% less than men, just like the women of Iceland.
0: It's fantastic. The women in Iceland who uh, finished work on the Friday, they let each other know that they were going to do it. So uh, they finished 14% early, so at (laughs) 2.38, they just got up and walked out and went into the streets, thousands of them, um, in in the major cities, but also apparently in smaller gatherings and other towns. They just went, fuck it, I'm not getting paid for this. I'm off. See you. This is awesome. Yeah, do your own.
2: Iceland have been a moment. Yeah. Also, earlier in the month, um, there was an Icelandic female MP who not only had her newborn baby with her in Parliament, but she was called on to respond to a bill whilst she was still in the middle of breastfeeding. So she just got up and responded to that bill with the baby on her titty. It was
0: awesome. (laughs) Good lady.
2: I was like, Iceland... You can teach us also. Oh, it's
0: multitasking. I mean, yeah, the other yeah. thing
2: that I thought was really cool is that she was an MP for like a, a centre right party. So it's like mm. not even sort of like a greenie standing <laughs> up there. Like, this yeah. is like centre right politics for them are still inclusive of working mothers.
0: Yeah, she was probably yeah. wearing court shoes and yeah. had to flicker pearls around the back. So yeah. they not <laughs> treat them as a teething ring. I think that's great. It just becomes part of what we all do rather than some uh, cottage industry.
1: Yeah. Mm. Exactly, bloody great. Well, let's wrap up fourteen percent earlier, then, shall we? Yeah, let's. should we have a let's yes queen for the month? Is, is it? I've got Ooh. one.
0: Okay, my one is uh, um, the director of Jessica, jo- the producer of Jessica Jones, Melissa Rosenberg, who has decided she was thinking about just making uh, in the second series of Jessica Jones, my favourite um, Netflix show. Uh, uh, she was going to get as many women directors in as she's. As she possibly could oh, cool. And then somebody said Why don't you just have female directors And nobody else And so every episode Is going to be directed by a woman That's She awesome. says that things only change If you make a conscious effort To make them change Once you've given women those experiences Then they go off And they find other jobs as well So all those episodes are Directed by ladies That's incredible. Really cool. It's great eh
1: That's amazing I'm just going to be lazy And give mine to Hillary Barry Which I have already done On this podcast before But I think calling out It's really difficult to call out a a co-worker, an ex-co-worker, especially someone of immense power who's done something very public, and just shout out to her. It's good to know when these things get recognized at a very large level, so...
2: My Yas Queen is a Yas Queens, and it's also for people who are brave enough to call something out. Um, It was two sisters who Mm. um, waived their right to anonymity um, in a um, sexual violation, rape, and indecent assault case. They had been uh, violated by their stepfather, and they actually had mandatory names of Suppression, But they've actually come out and wow. given their names and told their story in the press So that it will help other people to speak out against such things they're And brilliant. They're Incredibly brave So Celeste and Tiana Smith, Yas Queens Yeah, many, totally many yes queens.
1: Thanks to all the Yas Queens, um, especially the ones in this room Michelle Court, Leonie Hayden and Jose Yas Queens. Yay, year, you- Jose <laughs> <Yeah>. Next year <laughs> Next year, Jose <laughs> Your glasses need to be a little bit more tinted and then, then you're up for it and thank you most of all, well, the spin-off, thank you for hosting this, but thank you to Bond Tampons for coming on board. Thanks, Bond. We thank love it. Bond. Go check out their website, bondtampons.co.nz, for some tampons that I'm going to fuck up. your Thank you very much for listening. Um, see you next month. Bye. <laughs>
0: Kia ora e te iwi, diahi Butler here, podcast manager at the Spin Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our Mahi by signing up to become a Spin Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash Donate. The Spin Off Podcast Network.